open to Habar 73, called Poverty, Sickness, and Death. Allah the Exalted and Glorified proclaims, O children of Adam, I have given you three burdens, poverty, sickness, and death. Despite the humbling power of these gifts, however, you remain bent on your own aggrandizement. This habad was transmitted by the sage Musa ibn Muhammad, along with its lineage to the Prophet. Upon him be peace. So I'll read the one in the facing page. As long as you have not heard, Habad 74. Allah Most High revealed to the noble Moses, may peace be upon him. I will teach you five truths that are the pillars of universal religion. As long as you have not heard that my kingdom has ceased, do not abandon obedience to me. As long as you have not learned that my treasures are exhausted, do not be concerned about your sustenance. As long as you have not heard that the enemy of humanity has been defeated, do not feel exempt from surprise attack and do not cease to oppose the shaitan. As long as you have not heard that I have forgiven all your actions of past, present, and future, do not be critical of my other servants. As long as you have not yet entered my paradise, do not feel that my testing of you has come to an end. This habad was reported by the sage Yunus, relying on the sage Janet, who provided its lineage to the Prophet, upon him be peace. MashaAllah. I'll read one more to make the third. The final, because those two were heavy. The final day, the beloved messenger, may Allah bestow peace upon him, once witnessed by the one who holds my very soul in his hand, you will have no more difficulty seeing your Lord on the final day than seeing the radiant sun or the full moon in a clear sky. Allah Most High will seek out his servant on that day and inquire, O my servant, was I not generous toward you? Have I not given you a loving companion in life? Have I not provided horses and camels for you? Have I not made you a leader and appointed for you one-fourth of the abundance of conquest? Lord, you have done all this. Were you consciously preparing yourself for meeting me? No, O oh Lord, I was not. I will now veil you from my presence for as long as you have turned away from me. Then Allah Most High will seek out another servant, find this soul also unprepared, 
and, and proclaim, I will now veil you from my presence for as long as you have turned away from me. Then the Most High will seek out and question a third servant in the same way. The soul will reply, O Lord, I believed in you and your books and your messengers. I prayed, I fasted, I gave in charity. This servant will praise Allah with the traditional praises. Inquiring, the, the Lord will inquire, are these your true feelings? The Lord will announce to that servant, we will send our witnesses to testify concerning you. The soul will consider inwardly, who could testify against me? His lips will then be sealed and to his limbs, flesh and bones, Allah will declare, speak. And these will witness, these witnesses will reveal all the unkind selfish actions of this person and will refute the empty claims of the soul. Such is the destiny of the hypocrites who bring down divine displeasure upon themselves. Astaghfirullah. So in that case, it looks like it's better <laughs> to be, have been among the first two than the one who makes claims. So let's remember that <laughs> when we face Allah. Let's make no claims for ourselves, no claims for righteousness. Simply humble ourselves before our Lord. We, we, we do that in this life and in the next, inshallah. And, and, and proclaim Allah to be the all-merciful and the forgiver and to ask for forgiveness for everything that we've done and everything that we've not done. Amen. Yeah, looking at that, it looks like the first one wasn't so bad because if Allah veils himself for as long as that servant veiled himself, well, what is that? That's like a lifetime, which is a blink of an eye. Inshallah, Allah will turn to that servant and those servants and um, show his beautiful face of moonlight face, like on this full moon night of the Ramadan. Alhamdulillah. So humbleness, nothingness, putting our faces in the dust. I mean, this is why we also pray. This is why the Salat, it's, it's a heart center, is with our face on the earth. And um, because what a teaching that is. You know, we, we, we give up everything in that gesture of prostration. We, we are really admitting that we are nothing. We are, we are nothing. We are the, like the dust of the earth. And from that place, Effendi said, and the prophet said, that's where we are closest actually to Allah. That's the near, the, the close point because we've become nothing. So now we enter the presence of, of the beloved. Alhamdulillah. Good. So Alhamdulillah. Oh, so, oh, these are Fatihas, so we'll, we'll end with the Fatiha. People have asked for Fatihas for family and friends, and 
Um, but it's so true to, to be humble and we need to be reminded. And of course, sickness, the first one, I just opened those. I didn't plan them. I wouldn't have planned such a, a heavy <laughs> hadith. Um, but all those things, those three things, sickness, poverty, and death. And, and poverty doesn't just mean, well, we don't have money right now, but it means, you know, any circumstance in which we feel we're lacking uh, it can be in a social circumstance or it can be uh, in some situation where we're trying to do something, uh, accomplish something, and, and we're not able to. So that's a feeling of poverty and um, where we're shown our own incapacity. But the real lovers ask to be completely poor, completely poor, empty of all the fakirs. That's what a fakir is one who's completely empty of all self, um, um, self-achievement and self-image and self-love really. I mean, there's love there, great love for self, but that's the, the, the true self, the deeper self, the deep self, so alhamdulillah. Um, and then that's the second Habir also had, you know, as I think of it now, it wasn't, that bad as long as you have not heard. It wasn't that hard, let's say. I'll read it again. I will teach you five truths. This was taught to Musa salam, that are the pillars of universal religion. So if we hold to these pillars, then we will have the, you know, the, the original deen. As long as you have not heard that my kingdom has ceased, do not abandon obedience to me. That's to any rational being or any mean, let's say, this is completely self-evident. And, and of course, they would say, yes, Evala, 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 Rab, Ya Rab. As long as you have not learned that my treasures are exhausted, do not be concerned about your sustenance. Now that actually is a very high level. Uh, and that requires complete tawakkul, complete trust in Allah, knowing that Allah, an intimacy with Allah, knowing that it is really Allah who provides our sustenance. It's not us tilling a field or us going to the store to buy something, to plan that, to get money together, which is all the steps in our mind that we think of. It's because that sustenance has been destined for us by Allah and is granted by Allah that door is open for us. That's the only way we get our sustenance. It just looks as though we are doing these things that bring it about. So we should, you know, be on that level and, and contemplate that level uh, in this Ramadan. As long as you have not heard that the enemy of humanity has been defeated, do not feel exempt from surprise attack and do not cease to oppose him. So this is Allah has given us that, that phrase, which is a, a pillar of steadfastness. We, we take refuge in Allah from the principle of negativity and, and we ask for Allah's mercy. And that means that we recognize, you know, when, when that negative, negativity comes up in us, that we are uh, recognizing it and, and inshallah, freeing ourselves from it so that the struggle does not cease as long as we are alive. 
And as long as you have not heard that I have forgiven all your actions of past, present, and future, do not be critical of my other servants. Isn't that a beautiful turn? We, you expect, the rational mind expects, as long as you have not forgiven me, then uh, heard that I've forgiven you, then you know, continue in obedience or continue asking for my forgiveness. But no, uh, do not be critical of my other servants. How beautiful. Yeah, as Jesus said, do not judge and you will not be judged. Do not judge and you will not be judged. As long as you have not yet entered my paradise, do not feel that my testing of you has come to an end. So all of those are wonderful, um, you know, as they say, pillars of the universal religion, because we should never feel like we're just coasting along or we've done it, you know, we've we make our five-day prayers, we fast, just like that poor person in the Hadith, you know, who was so sure uh, that he had done, or she or he had done all those things, and that, that he, he had no problem then in facing his Lord. And then what was looked at was the ma'un. Are there kind actions? Is there kindness in the heart? Is there, what is your intention toward uh, servants toward humanity. And in, in one of our prayers of Hazrat Pir in the morning weird, it said, oh Allah, please, you know, improve or elevate my, my intention toward your, your servants. So, alhamdulillah. Um, I do believe hum humanity is turning around slowly, slowly. And um, we, we, we do have guides, you know, so Let's see, let's see, let's see. But it is a battle. I do believe that it's not just gonna, you know, curtain is gonna open and everything, the birds will all be singing. They're singing already, you know, the world is already perfect. But part of that perfection is the struggle. And it is the struggle against negative forces. But as we know, in uh, one of the main ways we struggle is by dissolving the negative in ourself, recognizing it, admitting it, turning to Allah, asking forgiveness, prostrating, um, humbling ourselves before Allah and asking that, you know, our own kingdom be purified of the shaitan. And, and, and then we will be vessels, you know, whatever we do, whether we sit at home or whether we go out in the world, we will be vessels then of transformation and transmission, uh, bringing about this new time, which is, you know, high, it's highly pregnant. It's here already. The people, I had a dream, you know, I think I've said this a few times, but some years ago that the time of new humanity, the new age, the golden age, in fact, that was the word used, the golden age, is here. In the people, the people are here, let's say. It hasn't fully manifested outwardly, but um, the vessels of the golden age are already here. And it did say <laughs> a lot of them are in our tarikat. <laughs> That's what I mean about the mother. So, um, and this Ramadan is, you know, it's like no other Ramadan. 
<laughs> no, it's a hugely important Ramadan. And, and whether we, you know, can manage to fast every day perfectly or not, that's not so much the importance. The main importance of this Ramadan is our hearts and uh, are we, you know, are we praying for others? Are, are our hearts open to Allah, ready to receive the, our, our beloved? And, you know, yeah. So, inshallah. And for also clarity of vision. Yeah. To the secret heart of our peers of Fatiha, Allah, Muhammad, and for Taran, Bismillahirrahman Irahim, Alhamdulillah, Rabbil Animin, Rahman Irahim, Maliki Yomidin, Iyaka Nabudu, Wayaka Nastain, Ikdina Sarata Mustakim, Sarata Medina, Anamta Alehim, Gaidum Magdubi Alehim, Waladonin, Amin, for our children, grandchildren, and all our relations. Ya Allah. Mm -hmm. Ooh.